to Ramland, we eat munchies, and we get really high. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Weed of Time podcast, where we smoke Shaitan's lettuce, no one's ever met us, and Gowan was specifically designed to upset us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the shame of Tarvalon, and I'm here with my co-host Dang and Nospo, and we are here to talk to you about the Wheel of Time. This is now an all-spoiler podcast, so get out while you can if you are not down for this full spoiler realness. And like, really specifically in this episode, like we're going to talk about the epilogue and shit. So like, GTFO. Please excuse yourself. Get out me car. I'm not wanted here. I'm going to use this time to unplug the cat's water. <laughs> oh, yeah, smart. I'll make a note. If you haven't done the readings, don't come to class. Alright. Bitch. Otherwise, you'll find out that Rand dies in the end. And get swapped into Moradin's body. Yep, because that, everything makes sense. That is just the ending. <laughs> yeah. So the reason why we're talking about this specifically is I've been doing a audiobook read-through of the Wheel of Time for fucking forever now. It was fucking going, like, years. really fast, and then COVID happened, and I stopped having to commute for two hours every day, <laughs> so I kind of just stopped listening to it mm -hmm. for a long time, um, but I've been listening to it again, and I finished A Memory of Light. I still need to do a new spring, but after that, I'm donezo, and I have a lot of thoughts on it, um, but I, we'll get to that, because we have to do Chaitan's Lettuce and Munchies. Fuck. Our cat is playing with her toy that's on the door. Puppy doggo, it's fine. She's allowed to play with her toy that's on the door. The animals are conspiring for complete fucking chaos in this episode. <laughs> okay, the best thing is, like, we recorded our patron episode before this, and in that time, our cat climbed on her bookshelf, and I had to go get her down, and her dog was, like, voraciously playing with her toy and squeaking it like a motherfucker. Like, Pure chaos. <laughs> the pets object to us doing this show. We do this for you, in spite of the fact that our pets hate it, apparently. They're staging a strike. Um, dang, what the fuck did we smoke? Okay, so listen, that's a complicated question because we smoked Namaste brand Ultra, Ultra Sour, which is a super diesel sativa clocking in at 24.3% THC these days. And... Do you know what it is? Sativa, yeah. Oh, sorry, I missed that. My B, oh, you definitely said that. It's okay. I was trying to write things down and I got confused. But we've been cutting back slightly on our weed intake and we've had like results. Ten bowls of this today. Yeah. <laughs> and then we did a bowl of our dregs, just like, you know, the remnants of everything. Mm hmm So I'm pretty fucked. We've been yeah. we smoked so much. And we went back to the bong today. My lungs have been in pain. Ugh. I'm debating buying edibles so I don't have to smoke as much. Do you, does anybody out there know any good edibles, brands, websites? Your sister has told us. Has some. she? Yeah. Oh. She sent me an email about it once. I'm going to go find it. Beautiful. <laughs> okay. Um, Nospo, what the fuck did you smoke? Um, a really refined blend of uh, dregs. 
Tremendous. <laughs> oh, fuck, I've written that down. Shit. Fucking Here juice. I am looking for edibles, like a stoner or something. Mid-episode, she's shopping for fucking weed. <laughs> no, I, was, I, I wanted to check to see if I had the email. Oh, my goodness. And I do, so I'll do that later. Nosebo, how many bowls did you smoke? Oh, shit, like today? Yeah. Yes. Um, Like maybe two and a half. That's okay. fair. You got big bowls. And I think I did pack them to the tits. She got <laughs> big the bowls, two, so we call it big tits bowls. Tits for tats. Um, we smoked using our mouthpieces because our lungs already hurt, men. Like We don't want to subject them to more pain and suffering. Yeah. Life is just pain and piss, and my lungs are just pain and agony. <laughs> Maybe it's COVID. I don't leave the house, though, so it would be insane for me to be the first person in our household to have COVID symptoms. It's true. Also, we're recording this at the end of April in Ontario. Yeah, so it's bad. <laughs> um, like, valid concern. All of you Americans, we're all fucking vaccinated. I'm so jealous. At least it's been two weeks since anyone's been in a, a school. Truly, it's just yeah. the grocery store. Um... Dang and I smoked out of our 16-inch glass speaker bong, which we recently oh. reattached the sticker to because we we have patron stickers. Uh, or we have stickers that we've done for patrons before, which, Killian, tell me to send you one. You you can just have one. Right? Um, if, if you're listening to this, Kayleen, remind us in Discord. We'll yeah, because I might be sober then. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Actually, I'm going to write it in the note. Do it. Um... But we recently reapplied a sticker because it's just been wearing off for like a year. Yeah, and it looks robust. It's immaculate. We put it in our. We put a picture in our Discord because I was so proud of it. Join our yeah. Discord. <laughs> I fearlessly put on stickers. But yeah, you can find the link to our Discord and our Linktree link that's in our <laughs> our Twitter bio that has links to everything. And I made it this morning. Shameless plugs. That's why they called me the shame of Tarvalon. Uh, <laughs> um, actually, it would make sense for that to be in our episode descriptions going forward too, right? Yeah. Brilliant. Okay. Yeah, no. Because like, it's, it's just so easy. Oh, fuck. I should have put that link in all of our episode descriptions. Yeah. I'm going to do that from now on. So everything you might need from the weed of time. Click this link. Exactly. Yeah. Make it easier for people to come hang out. Yeah. Because we I like, like having that. smoking buddies. Because mm-hmm. not everybody's on Twitter and that's fine. It's we understand space. that. Um, <laughs> Maybe hope... we'll switch to Instagram someday. I hope that's hard because we're anonymous, though. <laughs> I, I hope our listeners appreciated this insight to the business of running a podcast because that's yeah. a thing. <laughs> oh my god! Like I spend so much time editing things and administering things, and graphic designing is your passioning and oh, truly. I need to make a fucking new logo so that we can have a merch store because ours would absolutely get us sued. Um, but I'll love the OG logo forever. Yes, of course. It'll be special. Every patron gets a sticker with the the old logo. Oh, the first edition of Time logo. Yeah. I think I'd want a couple of them, to be honest, just to keep. Well, you're a host, obviously. Like, that's different. Yeah. That's, I can order more of those. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Like, it's fine. You can just make them. Yeah, I just have to do it in Vistaprint so I don't get sued. Um, <laughs> no smoke smoked out of her peacemaker, Kelly. Go 
bong. I don't. I, I just <laughs> sometimes it's just on a whim. Um, Which speaking of of your bong, Kenospo, yes. I want to bring something up. I've been smoking out of mine again. Jeez. Oh, I like my mouthpiece and oops. But yeah. What I love about it so much is that it used to be a blue bong. Now it's just kind of gray. <laughs> but it's silicone, and it's just been eroded by so much smoke color-wise it's all washed out i think that if you soaked it in like a whole bunch of dish soap and warm water like overnight or like for a day you could get a lot of that out Hmm. personally that's fair what about rubbing alcohol would that be safe to leave overnight um not sure i'm not qualified to that's answer that question hey listeners you know who is (laughs) Dang sister. True. Oh, brilliant, actually. Go to, go to the guru. Yeah, the, the science. The science kid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, they're all science kids. They're all fucking science kids, yeah. Assholes. STEM. <laughs> oh. Um, impressions from the garage. You had a thing that you wrote down that was funny. Shame. What? I have never. I did not have access to anything to write anything down. I did not have my phone. Down? I swear someone wrote something down because something was funny about the Wheel of Time. Not in my notes, at least. I wrote a prompt oh. down last night while I was in bed and sent it to Dang. At like 12.30. Yeah. It's a really good one, though. I'll tell you when it comes up. I'm a I'm a brain I'm a backtrack in my brain and see if I can get to it. Set your subconscious to work. Um, uh, impressions from the, the garage. garage. Oh, we had the live chat it? and it was boring because nobody showed up. <laughs> that was a little. <laughs> Which is fine. We listened to music the whole time, so like it was chill. Don't feel bad. <laughs> we uh, one of one of the things we've done in the garage is. Uh, oh, we had the 420 smoke earlier this week. Oh yeah, there we go. Yeah, there you that's go. Something. We uh we had a bunch of people come around for that, hang out for four twenty. Yeah, we smoked for like two, two and, and a half, half hours, hours straight. straight. It was awful. I did not feel high at the end of it. No, that's why we're. That's one of the reasons why we're smoking less weed. We smoked for two and a half hours straight, and it didn't hit me that hard. That's kind of a problem, actually. Yeah. I felt really high the last couple nights just smoking for like a half hour, 45 minutes. It's been chill. Yeah. All good things in moderation. Mm-hmm. All good things in God's creation. Long health. <laughs> <laughs> fuck cardio. Uh, yeah, the, the, <laughs> I can say fuck cardio and still want to be able to breathe. <laughs> I meant just like fuck cardio in terms of cardiovascular health as a whole. I was being flippant. I'd rather I was, die. <laughs> I, I, I think that's the process there, actually. <laughs> Poor cardiovascular health and then you die. Oh, no. Um, so for, for our snacks, oh, yeah. uh, we have the remnants of some popcorn and some chips from our earlier episode. Then we ate pizza earlier with chicken tenders and it was yummy. What's up, my school? It's the, the, the third prompt for this evening. Ah. That's what that's the inspiration you had earlier that I was trying to remember. Oh, that was when we were outside before and I had my laptop and I just wrote it down as mm-hmm. I said it. Mm, okay. Um but yeah I've been I've I've been reading my audiobook. <laughs> I've been listening to my audiobook. 
and it, it finished and I I still need to listen to New Spring but overall for anybody who hasn't listened to the audiobooks I would really recommend them they're really well done I had a decent time listening to it and I found this is my third time reading yeah. Wheel of Time uh well a question <laughs> but yeah. I was just like yeah I know just read it um it was my third time reading Wheel of Time. Uh, first two were with books. And the second time, I really didn't get that emotional dream of Emory of Lakes. Like, I hardened my heart and <laughs> was like, I know what's coming. I know my baby girl's going to die. Um, and I couldn't do that as much with the audiobooks because, like, it was someone saying things and emoting and it made it way more hard to not be emotional. So, like, I cried when Egwene died. Which, like, the first time I read A Wheel of Time, I cried, like, three hours when she died. And then, like, no, I cried for, like, an hour and a half. And then I took a break. And I thought about it again later and cried for an hour and a half again. <laughs> combined three-hour cry session. Yeah, it was, it was really good. I also remembered that I'm going to try to be less uppity and, like, a teacher and actually be chill and stonery. So I've stopped making myself talk fast and loud. So we're going to move on from here and see how this goes. Beautiful. Because none of y'all think I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> According to the Twitter polls. Uh, but I've had some general thoughts as I've been reading through it. But I don't know. Some of the things that made me emotional on the reread was Egwene dying, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I got really into when Lan stabbed Demandre. That was really dope. Mm-hmm. Or no, cut off his head. Yeah, cut off his head. That was dope as shit. Because, like, you know he's alive. It probably felt so triumphant. Like, yeah. there was just so much hope now. And you can definitely talk about your experience with a lot of this shit as a first-time reader as well. Because mm-hmm. we have we didn't talk about a memory of, like, too much. Because mm-hmm. we were getting sick of just the episode. Or, like, the book ones. We were. <laughs> so, feel free to chime in at any point about your thoughts on any of these things. Sure. Oh, shit. I needed to drink water. I got gripped by a catastrophic yawn, and then I gave it to Nospo. You did. It made me say a really weird sure. <laughs> uh, they started talking about yawns, and I turned away from them and looked at my laptop. Um, okay, so you've been reading Memory of Light. Yeah. Uh, Egwene was really emotional. Lan killing Demandred was really satisfying. Gowan being killed by Demandred was just really fucking frustrating because it was so pointless and stupid. You just know how little it's mattered this whole time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, like, it, it fucked Egwene over so much. Um, Galad going to fight Demandred was epic. Uh, <laughs> Galad, by the way, is a feminist icon. I don't know if I've talked about this yeah, I think yet. you did. Yeah. I did? Okay, well, he will kill you no matter your gender, and I love that. Um, <laughs> But he goes to fight Demandred, and it's really fucking epic and cool. Um, am I? You just keep kicking my knee. Oh, I'm. My apologies. I didn't realize I was facing that far out. Are you manspreading a lot? Somewhat. <laughs> like you're the only one on the, your side of the table, so it's completely reasonable. Yeah. Um, I just didn't think I was that diagonal, but apparently I am. Um. <laughs> yeah, Galad going to fight Demandred was really cool because he wasn't fucking anybody else over. He wasn't making decisions for anybody else when it would impact them. He was mm-hmm. just like, nope, this makes sense. I'm going to do it because he, he had the medallion. Then he's just like, not my daughter, you bitch. <laughs> yeah. Well, because literally uh, he has like the most motivation because Demandred literally just killed Gowan and Gowan just died in his arms uh, very recently. 
And Demandred is at the time that he's riding up trying to kill Elaine because she's one of Rand's girls. Mm -hmm. So he's protecting his sister and avenging his brother while also being like, hey, my uh, my brother is the dragon reborn. Fight me, bitch. (laughs) It's really epic. I like Galad's. Um, What's up? Nothing. I was just thinking that Galad then got Berlaine, and that's how that storyline got resolved. Anura burning herself out to bring Galad to the thing. That's just tragic. I didn't like that. Yeah. It was just. It was just sad. It was. But that—that's something the Tricand brothers are quite good at. Is um. Not the Tricand brothers, fucking but like women over in some way. Yeah, fucking women over in some way is like <laughs> yeah. having being mediocre men that women will Aww. sacrifice themselves for. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but that's a Anora didn't sacrifice herself for him. She sacrificed herself for Bar- her Berlin. Yeah. She felt bad for betraying Berlin. Uh-huh. Yep. As she should have. Um, yeah, some not nice things really happened out of the consequences for that. Yeah, that's how you can just sum up books 5 through 13 of The Wheel of Time. <laughs> some bad things happened. Yeah. Which uh, is a shame. <laughs> I like that Galad doesn't end up with the medallion long term because it gets given to Lan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we know Lan Who's a boss ass bitch. 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 Okay, be- because the leader of the White Cloaks having a... Uh, channeling negating yeah bad bad bad, thing, bad, 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 bad. that's doesn't set a good precedent whatsoever because no matter how much he gets redeemed in this book he's still mm-hmm. a fucking cop yeah and like the <laughs> other thing is even if he's going to be reasonable about it that doesn't mean his successor is going to be mm-hmm. he, he could get fucked over by an aim valda in his own yeah. old age mm-hmm. like yep truly um yeah, sorry for bringing up Valda, everybody. Bring yeah. the mood down. No, it's okay. I'm thinking of stuff. Uh, I still have to say Galad killing Valda was some of the best writing I've ever read in my whole life. Oh, it was life. so good. Ooh, Tom sitting out the cave, or outside the cave of Shia Ghoul, just like <laughs> killing people, hiding bodies, and composing. <laughs> Fucking amazing. I just love the image of him sitting there just picking at his nails with a dagger and then throwing it at a trollic and yeah. like, you know. Oh, it's it's um, people disguising themselves as Aes Sedai mm-hmm. and stuff. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's like okay. dark friends and black sisters and stuff. Shit. Because he's like right at the mouth. Yeah. So it would be right at the end where Trollocs would ever be getting up that. Mm-hmm. Which is when the, the wolves get called by the horn to save the day <laughs> somehow. It was one of the coolest written scenes in the whole book. It's just, this is what Tom's job was, and it was an important job to, mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. A very strong mental Im- image of him sitting there against the rock with, like, the wind blowing his mm-hmm. gleaming cloak, you know? Yeah. Alana did not need to bond Rand. That was unnecessary. We could have just bullied <sighs> Min. Um, we, we talk about this so much, I feel like, but it's true. I'll, she never needed to do any of it. She's It's truly pointless. Irrelevant storyline. Like, it is so pointless. I just... <sighs> she lets go of the bond at the end and everything's fine and it didn't fucking matter. It, it, like, <laughs> she didn't need to be there. She didn't need to be involved. That just felt kind of stupid to me. 
it, it feels like a yeah. setup that Brandon Sanderson didn't have the Failed information to, to finish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like There was like something supposed to be done with that that was going to be cool, but he but didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. Robert Jordan didn't fully note it out and Brian or Brandon Sanderson just kind of mm-hmm. f- fumbled. Yeah. yeah. Just because... It's not his series. There's only so much he can do. Yeah, but everything else is so meticulous for all these full circle moments. Yeah. There, there was... For the plot, there was no reason for Alana to have happened like yeah. that. So it feels like why mm-hmm. why was it included then? I thought of another thing that made me very upset and mm. crying. Uh, when Perrin like, finally accepts that Fael is dead and sits down and just fucking weeps. Yeah. That one's really sad. And then like him hearing the sound and going absolutely batshit insane. And also, I think you thought that ended at him finding her. It ends with him taking her to an Aes Sedai to be healed. Okay. So, like, we know she's going to be alive and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, she makes it. Um, But I don't know. Just as somebody who loves another person a lot, mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. it was upsetting. Mm-hmm. I was like, nope, I can't imagine this being me. I will not. <laughs> yeah, just not going to let myself feel those emotions. That's not a nice thing to do to myself. <laughs> exactly. And that's the beautiful thing about fantasy is that you can choose to empathize really hard with Arwen's um, I would live one life with you than face, rather live one life with yeah. you than face all the things of the world alone. You you can relate to that. And then when it comes to something like Perrin crying over Fael, you can be like, that's not a thing I need to think about. I won't yeah. engage with that. Thank you. Not an emotion I could ever feel. <clears throat> yeah. I'm sure you can be selective. Sure not my spouse. <laughs> I'm sure that's a horrid emotion to feel. Glad I'll never have to experience it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Going down in a blaze of glory together. You really only put yourself into the characters as much as you choose to, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can kind of opt out a little bit. It's like visual distortions on shrooms. <laughs> Hypothetically. Allegedly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was another one that made me emotional. Mm-hmm. Uh Matt riding into Shiel Ghoul with the fucking like person. Oh, what's it called? Um, it's one of the flying things. Tarakan or whatever. Morat Tarakan. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Um, the Morat Tarakan. The handler gets fucking like shot and is dead, and Matt's just standing on it because he's like <laughs> got himself out of his saddle so he can go get the reins, and he's standing on the fucking saddle pulling on i'm like that's just epic like <laughs> that's a legolas scene that's the closest we get to a dragon <laughs> call out post tragically true Episode making me title. cry every time i can't wait to see the sh- the show do that i need i need to know how the show's gonna possibly <laughs> pull that shit off well they won't no. <laughs> I always get scared for fantasy TV shows because I'm scared they're going to have like sci-fi channel level shit fucking CGI. Mm-hmm. Like remember the Legend of the Seeker TV show, Shame? Oh God, it was horrible. I always think it's going to look like that and I just... It's scary. That's why I refuse to get hyped for this show until I see it. Mm, like, that's really fair. I remembered another thing that made me cry. Oh, go for and it. And we all witnessed this. Uh, Tam at Rand's funeral. Because <laughs> this time when reading The Wheel of Time, I empathized 
less with Rand and kind of more with Tam because Dang and I are getting to that stage of our life where we're also just older is the other thing. Yeah, like, like we are older, but like we're also yeah. Um <laughs> and it was it was it was very sad and I'm like that would be like the worst possible thing to experience as a parent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it just made me very emotional and if someone does not tell Tam Althor, that Rand Althor is alive, I am going to shit on their face. <laughs> True. As you should. Already debating going to Harriet and giving her a piece of my fucking <laughs> mind. <laughs> Truly. Um, I've been writing down some specific prompts that will have like more in-depth things as, as I go. Sure. So I think we'll jump into them because this is, this is the one that I thought of at like 2.30 in the morning. Oh shit. Or no, 12.30. I I forgot the one. No, no, (laughs) the one. Yeah. I like 12.30 in the morning last night. I messaged this to Dang because I, I didn't want to forget it. So my question was, because when I re-listened to Memory of Light, I really noticed that Rand was very intentionally carrying Morden out. It, like, or he didn't intentionally carry Morden out, but he knew what was going on when he woke up. Like, yeah. in mm-hmm. Morden's body. He was like, oh, chill. Like, there was a plan. There was money and... Yeah, he, <laughs> he was planning on coming back in Morden's body is how it seems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what I was thinking was... Was one of the questions that Rand asked the Aelfin how he could survive the last battle. And unfortunately, I looked up what Rand's three questions were, and yeah. it was not. What but are it's, they? that's what I was. Okay, yeah. sorry. So, first question How can I fulfill the prophecies of the dragon and survive? Oh, no, he does. It is in this question. I just I didn't look at the end, apparently. Okay, there we go. The West and the South must be as one. The north and the east must be as one. Two cannot be one. You must stand against the two as one. If you would live, you must die. So I think everything from two cannot be as one on mm-hmm. is survive. So like two cannot be one. Rand and Morden cannot be one. Or... That makes... Sidar and Sidene cannot be one because Mm. they have to use the true power. You must stand against the two as one. Would that be Morden and the Dark One and then like Rand, Moraine, Nynaeve? Being linked together through Kalandor Mm -hmm. kind of thing? Kalandor and like trapping Maybe. I'm not sure. And then if you would live, you must die. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Two be together as one. Could that be the moment of the Balefire crossing to connect them on, like, a spiritual, magical level? Oh, that could be two cannot be one. Yes, absolutely. You must stand against the two as one. Now, okay, so for that, maybe the showdown in Shayogul. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Morden. Could certainly be. Um, hmm. Hmm. If you would live, you must die. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> but but nothing in that specifically tells him mm-hmm. that it's Moradin's body that mm-hmm. will need to be preserved in order for him to live, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
but more so not. But there's to- a moment in Shyalguvel more where Morden cuts his own hand and Rand's hand spasms and drops a thing. Yeah. So he might have figured it out. Because he, he would have been researching all of this stuff as yeah. soon as he asked. Like, he's probably got a fair amount of research into the prophecies of the dragon. I know him and Min were working to figure this shit out. Because yeah. she figured out, like, what he had to do with the true power. Yeah. Yes. That, to, that to me, kind of has the same vibe as Harry being a horcrux and having to die. Yeah. And he was just willing to die and happened to live through it. Yeah. yeah. Same, same sort of function you know mm-hmm. other two I'm questions I yeah. suppose, out of curiosity how do i cleanse sidine what is unlike attracts what is like cancels let the one absorb the other which is why he was able to use sidar to just like run sidine through a sieve yeah. <laughs> oh my god Poor name. She must have been so tired. So, so that one's pretty direct, actually. Yeah, that one. That was pretty chill. Uh, how can I destroy the Dark One? What was, is, and will be. To choose is the fate of your kind. Without choice, humankind is dust. So that makes sense because the whole mm-hmm. thing was if he took away the Dark One, then people wouldn't have a choice. So that was like, you shouldn't do that. And man, that's still like weird to me as a concept. I, the longer I've gone since mm-hmm. reading the books, the more it kind of irks me. Is like yeah. it just comes down to free will. <laughs> yeah, really. If we if we kill the dark one, there's no free will. Period. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the world that the creator made. That's the balance. There absolutely has to be the devil. Otherwise, we will not have souls. I don't. Mm-hmm. That, something doesn't jive with that yeah. for me. I, I don't think I understand. It's kind why. of like Garden of yeah. Eden bullshit. Like more knowledge means more opportunity for sin, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I don't know. Anyway, anyway, continue. I had another thought on the two cannot be one. Yeah. Ooh, one yes. because like Rand and Morden were seeing each other's faces for a while, yeah. like when they channeled. So Rand might have he had some hints beforehand. That, like, maybe those things were happening. Yeah. Because, like, there was also things, like, when Rand's hand got blown off, Morden was, like, clenching his hand all the time and mm-hmm. stuff. And they were sometimes in each other's dreams. Yes. Mm-hmm. Morden was very pissed whenever Rand showed up in his dreams. Truly. <laughs> uh, but that was my other thought. The fucking fuck... Anything okay? Oh my fucking Jesus. My family's watching Barnyard right now. Oh no. And I'm getting texts of clips. Please continue. (laughs) Save me. (laughs) Okay, so I'm not sure. Two cannot be one. You must stand against the two as one. I wonder if that's saying like Morden can never be brought to Rand's side kind of deal. So you need to be against. I don't know. That was a little confusing. Can you read the two sentences about twos and ones? Two cannot be one. You must stand against the two as one. Honestly, for that bit, I could also see a case being made for it being about the last battle still. Yeah. Like, two cannot be as one. Mm-hmm. Like, you can never actually join with the Shanshan potentially, mm-hmm. right? Because it's right after the west and the south must be as one. The north and the east must be as one. Mm-hmm. Right. 
And two, two can never be, be as one, right? So he can never merge the Sean Chan with right. everything But else. you must stand against the two as one, as in the Westlands needs to stand against the Sean Chan and the Dark One oh, united. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a really smart way to He needed to, to unite the Westlands in order yep. for the last battle to... And then yeah. just the last sentence, if you would live, you must die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alternately, you can read the two and the one as being the White Tower and the Black Tower. Oh. Yeah. Overlapping eventually and fighting yeah. together. Mm-hmm. Maybe. There's ways we could read it that have those not as um, tied to the body switching. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's smart. Um, it could be that he only got the last sentence, in order to live, you must die. And he just had yeah. to have the blind faith that... He would. Or there's a double entendre a little between yeah. the two. Cannot be one thing. Mm-hmm. I could see the them being smart and putting a double meaning into it quite mm-hmm. easily. Mm-hmm. They've got that sharp of a wit. This is this is this is interesting though because I think there's a lot of different ways to read it. Yeah. I think it's something that might be fun to do with a guest at some point in the oh. future. Like John, I, come back. I was going to yeah. say, I think John would have a really great yeah. take on some of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have time again so I can actually set up collabs and yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. We'll see what the future holds. Truly. Uh, more, have- more high histories. How, how long has it been? Uh, we've been going for about 35 minutes now. Did we okay. have any more Memory of Light related prompts at all? Yes. Okay, um, well, let's hit it. So, Rand's pipe. We were yeah. talking about oh, this yeah. in, the, in the garage. Mm-hmm. And we had different ways that we interpreted it in the books. And I thought it'd be cool to talk about the different ways we had kind of thought that it worked. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um. So, I read that or listened to that today. So, I can kind of specifically talk about what happens. Rand is just getting into his pockets for stuff and he gets a pipe out that Olivia left for him and some tobacco and he puts it in and he's looking through and he realizes he doesn't have uh, anything to light it with and he's like, huh. He tries to use Sidene uh, and then he tries the true power just in case and he can't channel either of them and he's like, it's weird uh, being or going from being the dragon reborn to being somebody who can't channel mm-hmm. and he looks at his pipe and it specifically says Rand thought about the pipe being a light, and it was. Like, that's not a direct quote. So yeah, you have to but, look it up. But, like, thought about was specifically what they said. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how do you read that, then? The way I read that is that from the time that Rand spent in Shia Ghul with the Dark One, reworking the world and the pattern, mm. I think that left a lasting ability on him to be able to change the pattern in some small at confirmed small ways. Um, but like he can't make himself teleport because he's talked about traveling and uh, has a horse and stuff like this. Mm-hmm. It seems like he's able to impact probability perhaps, or just like manipulate the way things are. Mm-hmm. I don't know what threads of the pattern he would move to do that necessarily, which was, I think what you brought up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but that was the way I had always interpreted it. But you interpreted it differently, Dang. Yeah. Because... Because this is all speculation. Nobody knows. Mm-hmm. Kind of the way I see it was... Yes, a lasting impression was left. Mm-hmm. But I almost looked at it as more like a kind of traditional magic thing. Mm-hmm. Like a gathering of the hot parts of the air. Boom. Mm-hmm. 
there was enough heat there, it's on fire, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not maybe, oh, he's weaving chants together, but mm, more yeah. like he's intentionally changing the fabric of reality mm-hmm. to fit his will. Okay. That That's mm-hmm. the way I read it. Very similar to you, but like a different approach, mm-hmm. I think. I think yours probably makes more sense. Um, they go together in some ways. But I think that's just a little more how magic works in fantasy broadly. So I may just be defaulting to what kind of makes sense in my mind. Because mm-hmm. the other thing is that sounds very much like just channeling in general because you're manipulating elements. Yes. Like when you create fire, you're just bringing heat together. Mm-hmm. Yes. So for that to work, it would be like he was channeling. Yeah. But he doesn't think about bringing anything together. He thinks that it's lit and it is. Yeah. I think a, a part I struggle with is how sparsely this section is written. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't get a lot of how Yeah. It, he thinks about it, I think. It honestly kind of feels like he's in Teleran Riyadh. A little bit. Okay. Like, that's oh. the end. Because that's what happens in Teleran Riyadh. You think you about something, something and it, it's there. And, like, that's the vibe that that gives me. Could it maybe be, then, that he's somewhat in both at the same time? And he's able to access... He's able to access like those shadow worlds because he saw a whole bunch of them. Yeah. I'm, I'm even just thinking the ability to do things in Teleranriad by manifesting them with yeah. your mind. He's mm-hmm. just able to do that in the real world now. Yeah. Period. Like, Maybe. That'd be fucked. The correlation would be kind of hard there. It, it would like, be. It, I wouldn't understand why that would be caused in that way, but I'd be interested to find out. Frankly, I still don't understand... The correlation, causation, relationship between the body, soul, swap. Yeah. I think it, because there's no basis for that, period. Like, yeah. It's just, he said this is how it happened, so that's how it so happened. So for anybody who doesn't know what this is. Yeah, sorry. Um, just because this is relatively new, so if you didn't see it on the internet when it happened, like, yeah. no tea, no shade. Mm-hmm. Um, Brandon Sanderson apparently confirmed that when Rand and Morden's Balefire touched in Shia Ghoul. It connected their souls in some way, like a, like kind of in a fucking Star Wars Kylo Ray, uh, Ray way. Mm-hmm. Also, like, that honestly. was in Shadow Logoth, right? Yes. Yeah. What did I say? Shadow Ghoul? Yeah. Shit. Sorry. Just wanted to be clear. Yeah. No, I've been reading about really. That's why. Um. But yeah, in Shadow Logoth, when Leah dies and Samael dies, um. But the bell fires cross, and their souls get linked in some way as a result of that, and. That's why they can, like, see each other and all these sorts of things. And then apparently what happened, they, their bodies were both, or they both escaped from Child Ghoul because Rand pulled Morden out. And the soul that wanted to live, which was Rand's, went along that kind of soul connection into the body that wanted to live, which was Morden's. Who was less wounded than Who Rand. was less wounded than Rand. And... Morden, whose soul wanted to die, went into Rand's body that was absolutely fucking mutilated. Destroyed. So the soul that wanted to die went into the body that wanted to die, and it died. Because Morden's motive the whole time has been to commit suicide. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's wanted to take everybody with him because he doesn't want to be reborn. So I know he did want to die. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. he wanted to die in a specific way, right? Yeah. Do you think that this was a voluntary or involuntary swap? 
do you think Moradin's soul went kicking and screaming because it didn't think it had accomplished its goal and knew it was going to die because it was trapped in Rand? No, because I think that Moradin's soul was like, we'll try next time. Okay. Because mm-hmm. he's a philosopher, right? He's like, the wheel of time turns and I'll be back and I'll do it next time. That's true. He he will be spit back. I out. win again, lose there. And at least I get some rest. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. That's a point. It's gonna happen again. So Mor- Moradin never got bail fired. So Moradin and the dragon will both return. Yep. And we established that people of bail fired eventually do return. It's just it's primarily the backwards wipe, mm-hmm. yeah. as we learned, which is strange and not how it seems to be portrayed in the series. Yes. Um. So I want to end with one more thing. Um, <laughs> So I'm getting rid of the prompt. We'll come back to that another time. Uh, Because we haven't talked about that much stuff. So I had this thought in the garage. And this was the one that I wrote down. And it's that Nynaeve would be great at channeling Sidene. Like, because the entire time, her entire fucking plot arc for like half the series is learning to give in and surrender so that she can channel Sidar. Mm Mm-hmm. And if she had just been born a man in this extremely binary gendered world, she would have she would have been a bitch at handling Sidene. Like she she, she would have been great at it. Flawless. <laughs> and this is why gender is stupid. And actually I've got a hot take here. Yeah. Cause you're exactly right. Mm-hmm. And in this intensely binarily gendered um well, world, we can't access power unless they're submissive. Listen, Nynaeve is male-coded within the Wheel of Time. Yes. And that's why everybody hates her. Yes. Because she's not a traditional woman. She's not like other girls. (laughs) (laughs) She's a boss-ass bitch. 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 Um, But yeah, that's kind of my hot take, is that Nynaeve would be really good at channeling Sidene because she's male-coded anyway. Yeah, mm-hmm. in this extremely binary gender system. Exactly. Um, I think we're all on the same yeah, page yeah. with that one. No, that yeah, that's, that, that was a good summary. That, that's, that's not a hard prompt. That's just, you're right. Yeah. It, <laughs> I just, I had that brain blast in the garage. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, fuck. I have to say this on an oh, episode. Yes. The people must know. The people must know. And especially, like, the day we're going to record an episode, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to tweet this. I'm just going to save this because this is straight fire. No, exactly. Um, so thank you for joining us for this episode of the Weed of Time podcast. Fuck yeah. And we hope you tune in again soon. Uh, please let us know any of your thoughts on today's episode on Twitter or Discord at the Weed of Time. And check out our Patreon for cool bonuses, like our monthly live chats with our Tier 3 patrons. You can also hit up our link tree in our episode description. Oh, full circle moment. If you have a second to rate and review our podcast, we would greatly appreciate it. And until next time, remember that the weed weaves as the weed wills. Bye. Do, do you think people ever listen to this part? I don't know. I hope so. I hope so too. I hope you listen to the songs at the end. They're meticulously picked. We we, we debate them. so much. Like we do this for you. Come on. Don't be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, bye. bye. Let's go, girls.
Like a woman. <laughs> <laughs> 